Mishlei Shir number 23. We're about to start chapter 6. I wanted to say, anyone who keeps listening to these Mishlei Shirim, you're doing something that the majority of Jews in the world have never done, study the book of Mishlei. So you should feel very proud of yourselves. Bini, my son, im if you become surety for your neighbor, tokata lezar kapecha, you give your handshake for a stranger. This refers to a case as the Malbim, where a solemn promise of some kind, backed by a guarantee, has been made to a friend. And then it becomes impossible to keep because the same promise is made to another person. The image of the handshake, tokata, you've given a handshake, implied a stronger commitment to the second person. What happens then? You are snared by the words of your mouth. You are caught in the words of your mouth. The pupil is caught in a double bind dilemma. He's committed to both people and cannot fulfill his obligations to both. Now, we do this sometimes. We promise people, I'll go for a walk, I'll come over, we'll invite you, we'll arrange something, and then you get stuck and you don't know what to do. One solution is to try to get out from the second promise, since the obligation to the first one, obviously, in chronology, is first, is prior to it, so you should really fulfill what you said first. The other possibility is to try to placate his first friend so that he will he will agree to forgo his rights. Do this now, my son, and save yourself since you have come into the hand of your neighbor. Go humble yourself and importune your neighbor. Go and ask that he'll maybe let you out. Don't give sleep to your eyes nor slumber to your eyelids. Shena. Sleep refers to those regular hours of rest and slumber to a snatched brief nap, says the Malbim. In such a dilemma, one cannot allow himself even to doze off. You can't, you're not at peace. You can't rest till you've solved this conundrum. He not sell kitsvimi, save yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter and like a bird from the hand of the fowler. The gazelle can save itself from the trap by sheer bodily force. Or the bird can flutter its wings so desperately in the clutch of the snare that some of its feathers are plucked out and it can then fly off free. So the pupil is advised to gain release either by sheer physical labor and toil or by shedding externals such as clothing, money or valuables to placate the other person. The whole episode is really to be read as an allegory, however. On a more meaningful level, this is the dilemma of the soul which is promised or pledged to its first friend, Hashem. Committed to study his Torah and keep his commandments and then entangles itself in the desires of the flesh, which make contrary demands. So we've promised Hashem that we'll be good, but then we, our bodies get in the way and the soul gets dominated. So we've got this dual promises going on. The only solution is to humble yourself, stamp out in the psyche the claims of the body physical drives, and give more and more power to the spiritual voice within yourself. Indeed, to go without a moment's rest is the unabated struggle against the domination of the physical. So we've got to keep fighting. We can't rest because this is a constant battle. And if he finds himself caught, what do you do when you you really are in that dilemma and you've got that conflict body and soul? If he finds himself caught to escape their clutch, either like a gazelle by the full force of his being or necessarily like a bird by plucking out the feathers 
all the external trappings of his life by giving up his money and material goods and saving his energy for matters of the spirit. Wow, what a teaching for the first day of the week. Have a lovely day. Speak to you tomorrow.